Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of We Talk Photo. I'm one of your hosts, John Peterson, and with me, thankfully as always, is Mr. Jack Graham. Say hey, Jack. Hello there, everybody. I feel like Mel Allen of the old New York Yankees broadcast. Hello, everybody. everybody. I know saying uh, Mel Allen to to our new, our podcast, uh, 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 Mark here, who's going to be with us, is from Boston and mentioned the Yankees to someone from Boston as something that's not the smartest. It's a declaration of war. So that that was kind of a nice nice segue. First. <laughs> it's kind of a nice segue, Jack, that uh, on today's episode, we do have a wonderful guest. Uh, he's a friend of our program, as we're a friend of his program. And with that, uh, I'd like to welcome Mark Sadowski to the show. Hey, Mark. Hey, how are you? We're doing awesome today. That is incredible. Thank you so much. And yeah, the the whole thing about the Yankees Red Sox. We reversed the curse. We we we're we're all set there. We're we're now now it's on to football. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, Mark, it's really great to have you. How folks, how I know Mark, um Mark uh got in contact with me um, I don't know a while back and um we uh, recorded a, a podcast for the great website that's associated with Fujifilm. Well, it's not actually associated with Fujifilm. It it, uh, is all things Fujifilm called Fuji Love. A lot of information. I'm going to let Mark tell about it. But this is how uh, Mark and I met. And during that period, we we had a lot of common interests. And I said, Mark, you know, why don't we get you – you know, on our podcast so that our listeners could become familiar with you and familiar with Fuji Love. So, Mark, with that, I'm going to turn it over to you. Would you give us a little background on yourself and Fuji Love and um, why uh, it's, uh, you know, what it is? It's a, it's a great place. Absolutely. To well, first of all, thank you for having me on the show. Uh, I, I'm a huge fan of uh, your photography and uh, the the podcast has been something that is just ear candy. Uh, I love the uh, the the just the casual conversation, and it's something that I really try to inspi- uh, aspire to with with, with my own uh, craft, as far as like the audio arts are concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Fuji Love, yeah, th- this is a great magazine that I have been. A fan of for quite some time, I mean, ever since I uh, heard of Fujifilm X series cameras. Uh, it is the Fuji Love magazine, uh, and the podcast Fuji Love is an offshoot of the of the magazine. And I was uh, I, I took over as host of the show sometime last year, right at the end of November, early December. And it has been a tremendous ride ever since. I have uh, had the opportunity to interview a lot of very talented Fuji film photographers, and it has been uh, a, a treat ever since. It, it, it's it's such a joy, such a inspiration. It, it, it's a lot of fun. So, Mark, let me just interrupt you real quick. Do you only interview Fujifilm folks, or do you actually go beyond the brand with photographers that you interview? We've gone a little bit off-brand here and there. For example, uh, 
we interviewed the the photographer the F4 photographers uh Thomas Heaton, uh Adam Gibbs and Nick Page as well as uh Gavin Harcastle. We had them all on to promote their new uh comedy tutorial road trip <laughs> and that was a lot of fun. So that's as close to off brand as we got. Um there is uh, emphasis on Yes, you are using the, photo- uh, the Fujifilm photography gear, but I really love just hearing stories about how people got into photography and what photography means to them. And while we do go into how Fujifilm has been uh, a part of their life, I love to get the you know that grand origin story and just hear great stories from the past and you know how people are just creating for future projects it's it's something that is uh, you know while fujifilm is something that i hold dear and uh, the the guests hold dear uh overall it, the the art of photography is what uh beats in us all yeah That's i mean it. we're all we're all here to create some art and hearing everybody's art story is uh is is kind of what inspires me and Jack as well. Yeah. Oh. And it's, I mean, nowadays we, I mean, gosh, it, it is amazing to think that, you know, with, with the, just the smallest of devices, we can literally make almost anything creative. We can make a movie. We can, uh, we, we could photograph anything, anywhere, anytime, uh, in any condition. Uh, it, it's just so overwhelming to think of. And it's something that is, uh, taken for granted, uh, a lot of the times too nowadays. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Our kids, our kids don't know what it was like to grow up and have to wait a couple of weeks to get your film back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Mark, give us, uh, give us a little bit of background on your photography and what you, uh, where, where you're, where you were, where you're going. So back in college, uh, I was an aspiring writer. My my goal was to write the great American novel, and I became uh, kind of a reporter. Uh, back when I was in college, I was interning for the local uh, newspaper, and they taught me photojournalism because even back in the 90s, uh, we didn't have enough photographers to go around for everybody. So we all had to grab our point and shoots and uh, – uh, jump in when we needed to. And so when I was taught by the photographers how to do photojournalism, it's something that just really resonated with me. And less and less was I writing and more and more was uh, doing photography. And it, was, uh, it wasn't until I really got sick that photography uh, sank in. And Back when I was in my 20s, I got a condition called Meniere's disease, and it is a condition that affects your one of your uh, balance centers in your ear. Uh, that little snail thing basically starts going crazy, and suddenly every direction is up and every direction is down, and uh, the world is spinning, and you have to hold onto the grass to keep from flinging off the earth. That's kind of how... It felt and it literally incapacitated me. Uh, and I was dizzy and dizzy and dizzy and uh, I had no job. I was 
practically bedridden for you know days on end because once that dizziness passes you're just left exhausted and uh and there's that constant worrying about what's going to happen next and so it was one of those things where i just kind of threw to the universe like you know god whatever is out there if this is my lot in life what am i going to do like like give me something that I could hang on to. And it was one of the few times that I like absolutely sincerely prayed uh, or meditated, however you want to describe it. But then my dad came to me with my first camera, my, my first like real digital camera. And it was the Fujifilm S 7,000. It was JPEG only took double a batteries and this little guy like really woke me up and photography has it, like just took hold of me again. I, I was doing landscape photography. I was uh, starting to do, uh, do photography with people and the, the Fujifilm system was something that was really easy to use. And, you know, it, uh, immediately like you know the results were great skin tones were great you know everything was what was was really nice and it just sparked my interest from there where i got to separate myself from my condition and that the art of just focusing on photography focusing on your composition uh really helped me heal uh my my mind, um, yeah, what, and, and 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 that progressed to to what you're doing today. And are, are you know are you you're you're a busy guy right now? So yes, it's all good. So so since then, I've had surgery to uh, basically destroy my ear. Uh, oh. It is uh, ba- they basically went in there and just ripped out that little guy. So my left side of my ear is just there for decoration uh it has no function whatsoever but it's better than being dizzy all the time and now i'm a uh, for my own profession i'm a wedding photographer for the new england area and i focus on uh candid style photography and it's it's amazing it's you know it's, so you're 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 basically you know just you're you're unlike John and I, um, which you know we're we're kind of like landscape oriented, you know, a little bit of wildlife and natural yeah. stuff. You're you're you're. Uh, it's interesting that you're. We get a little bit different viewpoint here from someone who does something different than what we do. Yeah. And, hey, uh, I like to think of it as a different kind of wildlife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah well, we don't have we don't have any bridezillas. You know, that's, that's the beauty of it. I, I, I mean, knock on wood, I haven't had uh, many, if at all, any bridezillas. Um, I, I've had a couple difficult individuals, but mostly due to stress, uh, 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 like the, the stress of the day. There was a lot put on them. And uh, But as photographers, we're also guidance counselors. We're also, um, 
you know, there to, you know, organizers, we're, we're there to help them with their day. And, uh, you know, again, knock on wood, everything goes well. What, what kind of gear are you, are, does the typical wedding photographer use these days? For me personally, I have my X-Pro2 uh, at my side. I have my X-T3 at my side, and I have the X100V at my side. By the uh, way, I heard this morning there's going to be a major upgrade, a firmware upgrade for the X-T3 on October 28th. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's going to basically almost, other than the IBIS and the video, give you an X-T4. Yes, that is. Have you heard if they're going to move the film sims in there as well? Uh, that I don't think there will be doing, but I think it's uh, it's um, you know a lot of the autofocus is going to be dealt with. That's going to be huge, and some of the low light uh, capability. So it's going to be a it's going to be like Fuji Film does. It's a major upgrade to an existing product. You know. Yep. Oh wow, that's that's Christmas to me right now. <laughs> yeah. So 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 you're using um, uh, that kind of cameras. What what do you carry more than one or two lenses or and flash? How does that work? So if I don't need a flash, I'll, I, I'll opt to not use one. But you mm-hmm. know, during wedding receptions, off camera flashes is something that I set up. Yep. Um, for the most part, it's uh, I like to go with the 35, uh, 50 millimeter combo um, equivalent. Uh, I'll have the X one hundred on me for the the thirty five millimeter equivalent. I'll have the uh, the the Fujifilm thirty five millimeter, which is the fifty millimeter equivalent, on the XT three, and that will cover me for. Uh, the photos of everyone getting ready, uh, that will also cover me during the wedding reception. Uh, it'll give me that nice balance between getting some nice up close and personal photos with a nice bokeh in the back or, or, or getting that wide shot with X 100, uh, during the wedding itself, that's when I'll throw the 90 millimeter onto the X pro two and get some close ups of the bride. Uh, as I move around. So I'll put down the uh, X100, pick up the X Pro 2 with with the telephoto and uh, kind of hug the perimeter and center aisle if I need to uh, for for those key moments. Well, well, you've got got more guts than I've shot one wedding. And after that, I vowed to never do it again. I just (laughs) can't can't do it um you know and and part of it too is just the the post-processing that's involved where i'm used to working on one image at a time and at a wedding you got to work on a thousand images you know so it's just it's just a different skill set to develop but uh you know the the fujifilm cameras work great in any situation yep and that's the other reason why i went uh, I, I love the Fuji film is the post processing at the end of a wedding is much easier it, for me personally than uh, the cannons that I used to use. I used to shoot all raw with my cannons, but the JPEGs that come out of the Fuji film, Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's, I have my own custom uh, film sim set up, uh, you know, depending on what kind of wedding I'm photographing and the post processing is, is just me 
doing slight adjustments to JPEGs. And I mean, if I'm in, it doesn't take much at all. And and so the turnaround time is super fast. Um, And I mean, there are those moments where uh, if if I am shooting in tricky late, especially with the winter coming, uh, I'll I'll fiddle with the raw files. I still shoot raw, but uh, for the most part, I'm just shooting it, storing it. But it's the JPEGs that get all the tension and glory. Nice. Let me let me switch gears just a little bit, Mark, and and ask you ask you to talk a little bit about Fuji Love, both the magazine and the podcast. That's you know for our viewers who don't who aren't familiar with that, um, why don't you give them a little uh, a little history lesson on it? And yeah, so the Fuji Love magazine has been has been around for a while. There is a physical component to it, but there's also for everybody uh, there there's the online component and online subscription. And, I mean, everything related to uh, the X-Series and GFX series, uh, it will give you the latest and greatest as far as what's new, uh, what's uh, what people are using right now. Uh, there's, going, there's great interviews with uh, Fuji photographers about a, a wide variety of topics. Uh, I mean, every form of photography that's out there, there's an article on there that will either help you with your own uh, profession or if you just want to look at great photography, that's a great place too. <laughs> and with the podcast, um, that we focus on just great conversations with Fujifilm photographers and uh, again, what what they use, how they use it, and you know what are their uh, inspirations uh, when it comes to photography, and uh, it, it's it's something that I came into. Uh, Tomash, the the founder owner of uh, Fuji Love, uh, heard some of my old podcasts uh, back in the day. I had a podcast called the X Line, where it was just kind of a diary of me talking about how I'm making my transition from the Canon system to the Fuji system. Because for me, it was a struggle back then. uh, You know, remember the autofocus issues and Mm -hmm. things like it it was, it was a very different beast, but my end product, because the image quality was so good that I, I really forced myself to learn this new system and and so the podcast was there to document it because I felt that there were very talented photographers that talked about how you know how great it was to transfer transfer from one to the other. It was I wanted to show kind of you know my point of view because it wasn't easy for. So um, what was let, let me ask you about the podcast real quick. What what's been the funniest? portion funniest thing either funniest person or funniest thing that's happened on your podcast the funniest has to be definitely the f4, f4 guys they were hilarious yeah. and i mean i wish i could have shared some of the stuff that was in the beginning of the show when everybody was gathering on just the the, the comments and and everything but you know yeah. that's uh, no, that audio isn't out there. The, I didn't hit record until uh, later. But uh, but once everybody was on, it was it, they really are great photographers and great individuals. They made me feel like part of the crew for that one moment. Um, 
they're, and, great, they're great entertainers as well. I think. Yes. Yeah, and if you've ever watched a video or listened to them. They, they really put their heart and soul into their, uh, into their videos and into their photography. Uh, they're, they're super talented and like watching their videos, you could just see the comedic genius just uh, ready to come out. And it, it was just cool. Just having that conversation with them. I, I, I was, uh, fanboying out. Uh, and, and that was a very difficult day because in the morning I was talking to them. And then in the evening, I interviewed Pete Souza and it's like a complete 180. And, uh, you know, here I am basking in like the legend for, uh, photojournalism photography. And it was, uh, it, it was quite the day. <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty nice thing getting Pete on there. He's uh, been getting a lot of good press lately and he's, he's quite a, he's quite an amazing photographer for what he captured. And that's what I really, I mean, regardless of the politics we can set the politics aside he took an individual i mean the the, the most powerful man in the world you know with, with the pre- whoever is president and really captured those human qualities that re- just made it look i mean here's a man doing a job whether you like the job or you don't like the job that's that's another conversation, but he captured those moments where it was just those human tenderness that we don't get to see it when we're watching the news and watching debates or anything like that. And that's what mm-hmm. I, I mean. We're talking about his Obama photography as well as his, his uh, f- uh, photography when he was photographing Reagan. Those were uh, equally uh, impressive. And I mean, he is – he is a, a gold standard that I look out uh, look to. What kind of equipment is he using, uh, Mark? Do you know? He's still using uh, his. I think he's still using his cameras, but he has uh, some Fujis, uh, and in particular uh, the X100. Uh, that's uh, quite new. That's quite a little camera. That little X100. Bill Fortney, my buddy, has got one, and he loves it. So. I love the camera. It is. It goes with me everywhere. Well, you know, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna tell everybody about uh, Fuji Love is uh, FujiLove.com, correct? Yes. And um, I guess you change out your podcast there every week or two or ten days, like kind of like we do. I think we try to get an episode up on the 11th of the month and the 25th of the month. Oh. Good. Uh, so uh, kind of a little fixed schedule there. Yep. And the Fuji Love podcast can be found on any podcasting device, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, a- any podcasting device. You'll be able to find it and uh, definitely subscribe. Uh, check it out. And also uh, for any individual that wants to um, check out the YouTube channel, uh, the YouTube channel has uh, a, a new host that, is also interviewing photographers and he is on the video side hosted by Fred Ranger. And I had him on the show a little while ago too. super talented photographer. And, uh, he, he's also a great photographer to that. That would be a great guest on the show on this show. Wink, wink. 
<laughs> there you go. Well, listen, um, you know, uh, thank you so much for having me on. I know that that's going to go up the end of this month, and it's fun to yes. do. And, uh, conversation. and uh, you know, um, again, I think for the Fuji folks who are out there that don't know about Fuji Love, I think it'll it'll uh, it'll be a, it'll be a good thing for them to check that out. And uh, Mark, is there anything you're doing other than this that we should know about, or? Definitely, first and foremost, check out uh, the Fuji Love podcast channel and website. Uh, th- there's a lot of great content out there that's being made for everybody to read, see, and hear. Uh, and if you want to check me out personally, uh, you could check out my Instagram. I'm at uh, Mark Sadowski. That's Mark with a C. Um, and you could see me photographing my Australian Shepherds, or me testing out different gear here or there. Cool. Well, we will do that. And uh, I guess we want to say thank you for being with us. And, John, any any last-minute uh, tidbits you have? No, you- sir. It's been a pleasure. You know, as usual, we give a shout-out to our listeners. If you have any suggestions, we talk photo at gmail.com. Um, you know, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't. Like the podcast. You know, do all that kind of good stuff. Show us some love. Um, and with that, just thank Mark for being here. It was a real honor to have you on the show. Yeah, it was cool to hear something about some kind of photography that's uh, not what we do every day. I really admire those guys who can do people and that kind of work. It's uh, it is an art for sure. Thank you so much for inviting me. The, the honor is mine. You guys are. Uh, I mean, your photography is awesome. Your your podcast is awesome. It's just uh, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Podcast so earlier today said, you know, everybody's great and everything is great, but uh, it's it's fun to sit around and talk uh, with someone like you, Mark, and and uh, you know, it's just like sitting around, you know, just having a a chat, and we try to keep it informal. We appreciate you having uh, we uh, you being with us and taking the time out of your day. I know it's 8 o'clock and almost 9 in New England right now. So. Oh, I still got photo editing to do, so I'll be up much longer. All right. <laughs> well, again, John, you take care of yourself, everybody. Thank you for listening, and until next time, I bid you adieu. Right, bye-bye.